Two Mississippi, one Mississippi. Bum podcast. Bum podcast. Between you and me. Between you and me. All right, all right, all right. Here we go with our next episode. And so um, today we're going to talk about persona is what we're going to talk about. Persona. 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 And um, But we're going to call it pressure will bust a pipe. Pressure will bust a pipe, right? And pressure so, will bust a pipe. Pressure will bust a pipe. And I got this whole country saying I got from a friend of mine named Albert. I guess I plug Albert. Albert told me that a long time ago. Um, we were playing golf, man. Albert's pressure bust a pipe was what he said. He said, "What a guy! What a guy!" Matter of fact, he said his dad told him that. So, thank you, Bird Senior. Oh, um, so pressure bust a pipe. So, um, I was doing another study, and um, I don't remember what the name of the study was, but I was doing another study that came after the last study that I did, Ugh. and um, it was giving these pillars, right? And it was right. um. We used to, what was our last one? Our last one was, um, it wasn't Pillars. Making a man. Um, I can't remember what they was called them, but. Well, this was. I mean, this is Pillars Point. I don't know. Yeah, this was Pillars of Points or whatever it was, man. It makes me, I got to look it up and see what it was now because I'm kind of, I'm kind of befuddled. But, um, anyway, it was giving these, I think, I mean, it, it may have been seven, seven, no, it was nine, actually. It was, it was like nine pillars or something of, um. A man and virtues of manhood was the last one we did, man. How can you forget that? Um, okay. and and it was outlining because I guess I'm I'm into right now. I'm I'm into doing these studies on yeah, manhood and what yeah. makes a man, you know, that kind of thing. And so the la- um the one I just did it was um transform seven pillars of a legacy minded man. Uh-huh. Seven pillars of a legacy minded man, and I know that um m- more recently. Um, you and I have talked a lot off, off off of the podcast, but definitely on the podcast, we've talked about this whole developing a legacy thing. Right. And I think that's what drew, drew me to that study was, um, you know, this, this whole legacy-minded man thing. And so um, with that, um, I just, I just, I, it was, it was one of them that really um, struck me, right? And, 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 and it reminded me of the saying from Al Bird, pressure bust a pipe. And, uh, it was persona, and it was pillar two. So it was pillar, so it was pillar two. Right. And it says, persona is our default way of interacting with the world around us. Wait, real quick. Yeah. So we're taking this second pillar out of all of the I'm only going to talk about one, all right, and it's going to be persona. Focus in. Yeah, focus on persona, because I think it's going to mean some stuff. All right. All right? All right. Go ahead. So persona. Persona grata. I think it's a term. I don't know. I just made it up or something. I don't know. <laughs> Anyway, persona is our default way of interacting with the world around us. But sometimes, but oftentimes, our default persona is most clearly revealed in times of crisis. Pressure bust a pipe, right? So our persona is revealed in times of crisis. Who are you in those moments? Do you default to anger or confusion? Drinking or drugs, pornography or illicit sex. Man, it went way overboard. Um, the truth is that without an established character, a good attitude, and a strong inner circle, the survival instinct will kick in and you may find yourself doing stupid things to cope with the pain. And I'm going to stop right there. I don't, you know, I don't think I have to read much more than that. But that's why I got that whole thought about pressure or bust a pipe. I think we can go to the next part later. Okay, you want me to see? now? No, no. Okay, okay, we'll so, go to that afterward. All right, so so pressure busts a pipe, and so what 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 that means is like when you're under pressure, right? 
you're you you you're gonna blow, right? You're gonna blow. And so the the, the good thing or, or or the thing you want to do is keep yourself from under pressure. That's the first thing to keep yourself under pressure. But we can't really stop pressure. You know what I'm saying? I mean, cause we. I mean, well, I don't know. We may start off disagreeing. Go ahead. I feel like. Uh, I feel like this is the truth. Okay. Uh, of course. There's levels to it, mm-hmm. but I feel like pressure is a self-inducing. Mm, it can be. It can be. And well, that's the pressure we can't stop. So Right. That's what I'm saying. Because mm-hmm. everybody goes through situations that could cause pressure. The amount of pressure that you feel is based on how you respond to what's going on. Okay. 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 I, and so. I can humor you for a minute. You but can humor me. I can humor you for a minute, but I think it gets a little deeper than that. Well, then what, what were you saying? Then? No, 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 no. I'm saying I can humor you. With- no, not that part. I'm saying what were you originally saying? Well, no, what I, I was just originally saying that, I mean, we can't control all, all forms of pressure because sometimes we just get in over our head. Right. I know. I agree with you. Okay. That. And so, yeah. And so that's what, that's what I said. I mean, like, like we can control some pressure. Like, I've always told you, like, control the mistakes you can. There was a statement that you said before this. Before so you want to remember, remember everything I said, yes, right? Yes. Okay. That made me say that. Okay. I was saying that the the thing you want to do is to stop, keep yourself from going, being under pressure. Right. And then I said, but we can't always stop ourselves from being under pressure. And that's why I was saying when, in terms of keep yourself from getting under pressure, mm-hmm. that's uh, controlling your reaction to things. Okay. So you're, you're calling the pressure controlling, you, you, you call, you're calling the pressure the reaction. Yes. Okay. So no. So. Because I feel like. Of course, there's situations where you get in over your head, mm-hmm. you have a lot going on, you feel the pressure, you feel the stress, mm-hmm. um, which I agree with. But I think in general, you, I, I won't say you have, I mean, I think you, not that you inherently have control mm-hmm. over the stress or the pressure that you feel, but you can have control. Okay, so so I think, okay, I'm going to say you put the cart before the horse. <laughs> These is these these Norman clinchers today. He, mm-hmm. He's saying so. All right, I agree with what you're saying. I agree with what you're saying, but what you're saying, I think, is what the um the thesis of persona, I guess, oh, okay. is 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 what it's saying about persona, right? So it's your reaction to the pressure that you're speaking of mm-hmm. that you're saying you can control. And so I think that's what the that's what this whole thing is talking about the persona. But what I'm saying is is like sometimes we get under pressure and it's not self induced. And so for those times that we get under pressure and it's not self induced, what this was saying was make sure that you have the right character so, so that what shows won't be negative. You're and talking you- about that threshold, like once you pass the threshold. Everybody has different thresholds as far as feeling pressure and feeling stress. True, true. But you're talking about the uniform once you hit your threshold. Right, once you hit the okay. threshold. Uh-huh. Once you get hit that threshold. And so the thing you want to do is, especially in downtimes, or nah, I can't even say in downtime, informative time, in times where you're actually trying to develop your character mm-hmm. or in times where you're actually trying to um, build yourself or mature yourself, um, the things that you want to make sure that you do is is that you, A, pay attention to how you feel when you're under pressure, uh-huh. right? And then, B, pay attention to how you act when you're under pressure or react when you're under pressure and learn from that experience. 
and then go back and sit down and then rehash it. it. Like, okay, so when this happened, I did this and I said this. How could I have done this better? How could I say that better? Even if you responded um, positively. Like, how can I? Because sometimes we respond positively out of respect or out of rote memory, but it still, it, 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 it bothers us more when we respond positively than if we would have just blew our coop. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, how can you get yourself, keep yourself from feeling that way when you respond positively? You understand what I'm saying? Okay, I get, I get what you're saying. Okay. Because you're saying, as far as positive, sometimes we push things down instead of releasing. Yes. It's like a pushing down to create a positive reaction. Yes. Instead of having an inherent. Yes, yes, releasing yes. Releasing that tension. Yes. And because of that, it's positive. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Yes, yes. And so, um, as this whole or this whole thing about building your persona is concerned, like um, it's our default way of interacting with the world around us. And so, our default way of interacting with the world, like say for instance, I'll tell you this: we we talked about this, and I mean, if you're any law enforcement uh, people out here that's listening to this podcast, I have the utmost respect for the blue line. Okay, so this is not that, but I remember. Um, when, in my younger days, when I, I I've I've had a couple of interactions with the police, and um, my 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 default was yes sir yes sir yes sir you yes sir yes sir boss yes sir boss yes sir boss, and I did it because I felt like that was the thing that would help me to survive that situation, right? right? It wasn't necessarily a positive experience for me. It wasn't even necessary, but it was a uh, it was my default way of interacting. Uh-huh. You see what I'm saying? And so, if we have a default way of interacting that's um, forced or that's false, it kind of eat eat away at us. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So you're saying that was one of those default ways that well, eat, eat away. No, it didn't eat away at me because I mean I'm like at the end of the day, I either got a ticket, or I didn't get a ticket, but I I survived to be as old as I am. But I know other people who have heard me tell that story. It was like I can't never do that. I could never do that. I get that a lot as well. Okay. Uh, people like I I don't I don't know if I could have been calm in that situation. Oh yeah. Or I wouldn't have taken it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. especially like for me, a lot of things are funny. I get so like there would be a situation where somebody might have felt disrespected, but I feel funny about somebody having the need to act that type of way. Yes, okay. Towards me. Okay, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And so, in my head, I'm just like, this is this is kind of funny that this is happening, where someone else would be like, oh, they're trying to disrespect me and all that. So, so let me read this again, because this is funny. This, this is funny. So it says, persona. Persona is our default way of interacting with the world around us, but oftentimes our default persona is most clearly revealed in times of crisis. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the thing. So what you're what you're exhibiting and what you what you're saying your actions are is is similar to mine. I mean, I guess go figure because I mean, you're my son. But I'm I'm with you because it's like I've gotten to a point where I can a put my stuff out on the table unattached, right? And b let people be who they are. And so what you're speaking of now is like letting people be who they are because you see people that go off the hinge or whatever, uh, get feel like they're disrespected, they act out of character and all this kind of stuff. And whereby that rouse a lot of people, I look at it and say, well, you know what? If it's being ignorant, I can look at you and say, well, you have a right to be ignorant. I'll sit here and listen. But it's not going to affect me one way or the other because I don't have to take on what you're dishing out. 
as a matter of fact, uh, when we first started this, I started to say something um, to something you said. And I don't remember what you said at, um, at the time, but it was hurting people hurt people. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so when I got that in my head, I think that helped a lot too. Like hurting people hurt people. So when somebody comes out and they say something to try to make you act out of character or, or something that you feel is about to make you act out of character, if you can just look at it and say, they're hurting. You know what I'm saying? Let me let them have this moment. I don't have to respond in kind because I'm not hurting. Mm-hmm. I think that's a, 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 a character builder that will then help you shape your persona. Like you had something to say. Oh, I can agree with that. Okay. Yeah. That was it. You just smile. I mean. Um, I agree with what you said. My, um, like, my wording for it would be a little different, I guess. Okay. I don't, I don't have a wording for it. Okay, okay. But I'm just saying, right. like, when you said that, my natural wording for it, like, my moment of that looks a little different. Mm-hmm. But when you get to the line of, Okay, okay. I don't need this moment. Let them have that moment. It's the same outcome. Okay, gotcha, so that, gotcha, gotcha. Wanted. Okay, okay. Yeah, because I, I mean, it happens. It happens. It happens often. It, I mean, it happens at work. Um, and and I guess that's a whole part of like building your character, right? Um, because you want to build yourself up so that when these tense times come, you don't feel the pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't feel the pressure in such a way that it makes you negative, act negatively, and so you you have all these positive reinforcements or these positive actions or reactions to ignorant or negative or um, high, high pressure stuff that when it comes on you, you still have the ability to spin it and make things positive. I get to be a jokester sometimes. Like when it's high tense situations, I like to crack a joke, you know what I'm saying? Or just say something crazy just to kind of ease the pressure. I remember I used to work at Lowe's and I found, um, this is decades ago, but um, they have these things called pressure release valves. Right. And so you, they, they go on hot water heaters. And whenever, you know, you go in there every now and then, you just psh, release the pressure off the hot water heater because it's constantly building this pressure. And so just having the ability to, um, you know, have a pressure release valve helps you sometimes as well. Because I noticed that this thing says something about your circle or something. Um, let's see. Um, a good attitude and a strong inner circle. And so it's saying... The truth is that without an established character, a good attitude and a strong inner circle, the survival instinct will kick in and you may find yourself doing stupid things to cope with the pain. And so inner circle is almost like a press relief valve. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, because um, I feel like especially having, it's almost like a feeling of solidarity, I guess that's helpful. Okay. When it comes to an inner circle, mm-hmm. having a strong inner circle of people that you trust in that type of way, right? That are positive, because if you don't have that, it's easy to get this feeling of ambushed by the world, yes, which can cause you to act out of character, right? Whereas right. if you have a strong inner circle of people that you trust, maybe if something happens, I can go and take it to them. What do you think about this? Right. Versus, oh, the world attacked me. I need to start defending myself. You can kind of feel strong and solid with your circle. It's interesting because when you said, I thought about, I thought about how I use you sometimes. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like uh, something might happen, and I come to you, and I'll be like, "All right, all right, gut check me on this." Mm-hmm. You know what I'm let saying? Let me know if I'm wrong. Yeah, let me know if I'm wrong. Let me know if I'm looking at this wrong. I think that's important, especially when you have somebody in your inner circle that you can trust, and it should be everybody in your inner circle that you can trust to gut check you because that's the truth. Because like you could, you could, you could be under pressure, 
and you could be responding negatively or about to respond negatively, and you straight up in the wrong. You know what I'm saying? And if you'd have just owned it, you wouldn't have felt under pressure. And so a strong inner circle definitely helps with that. So, yeah, I'm, I'm dealing with that. I'm, I'm going to say this one more time. Persona is our default way of interacting with the world around us. But oftentimes our do, default persona is most clearly revealed in times of crisis. Right. And so I guess the key to it is, are you building your persona? Are you building your persona? Go ahead. Well, I was just going to pose a question. Uh-huh. Um, what do you think is your default persona in times of crisis? Mine? Like, what do you think is your default reaction? My default reaction in a time of crisis. <sighs> hmm. I, I think I think the first what I try to let my default be is is and it's funny because you got on me today about something like it's like like listen listen uh, yeah, listen you know what I'm saying and we, I'm like we can dive into that a little bit if you I'm like. gonna dive into that man <laughs> but anyway I mean we can but so so for me my default is um or I try to let my default be let them be who they are mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying let them be who they are I mean if, if somebody strikes out at me let them be who they are because even if, like if it's somebody, if pressure is coming from something that somebody says that I did not do, or I did do, or I'm deficient in, or I'm delinquent in, or whatever, if it's that kind of pressure coming on me, uh, I can I can own the action, but not feel threatened by yeah. the mention. I I was speaking more so of once you get past the threshold. I can kind of speak on myself. Okay, yeah. Because so. I've kind of thought about myself some, which I just laugh. Um, because I was thinking once I get past my threshold or like my stress level is high or something like that, I get quiet. And then I laugh because I'm pretty much quiet consistently. Mm-hmm. But when I'm past my threshold, I kind of block off. Um, I isolate and try to handle the situation internally. And so, like, I was thinking about something that happened a couple months ago when I was working on a song, and there were some pieces that came to me kind of late, but there was still a deadline that had to be met. Mm -hmm. And so my moment of pressure was I was up the whole night working on it. Um, And so... I was just, I got really within myself. I'm just sitting here. Like, is it, I, I won't be responding to messages or call, answering calls. Or, so I kind of block myself off from everything and kind of deal with that myself. Okay. Which um could be a bad thing because you have other people around you, especially yeah, right. that's when you use your circle. Mm-hmm. But I really retract and, like, try to figure out how to handle it myself. It's okay. my threshold put. And I think I know why I mean so so I, I think I know why I misread your question, but it's because I don't think I I don't get there often. Right. Is what it is. Because like for me, I'm I'm I like to manage stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And so what that looks like is using your same situation, I'm like, oh, you got this to me late. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about the deadline. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because Which is something that we even talk about um which I think we've even kind of talked about it on a podcast as well. But just as you go through life and as you're in enough situations, you start to mm-hmm. learn how to deal with each right. different situation. Right. Even You came to me when we were driving the other day and you said, hey, this is my new response to emails. Yes, that's right. And that's so right. just going through situations 
and, and um, I was actually listening to a podcast while we were fishing the other day. Okay, yeah, we went fishing, y'all. Right, but the guy was—he basically got questions doing a question and answer with his followers and stuff. And somebody asked him, "How do you have all the answers, man? You just seem like you like somebody asks you a question. You always have." Uh, you always know what to say. You always have an opinion for it and that kind of thing. And so he asked the dude, "What? how old are you? And mm-hmm. the, the kid was 20. Okay. And he was saying, so I'm 41. I done been through all these there situations y'all been through tenfold. I done tried out this way with this outcome and this way with this outcome. And so because of experience, right. I'm better at managing knowing how to deal with a situation. And so even just talking about how Oh, I found a new way to respond to emails, things like a that. New way to respond to emails at fifty one. Because even with even um with me, just the more that I'm working and dealing with different interactions, I get more comfortable asking for what I need. Right. I get more comfortable setting boundaries mm-hmm. and get mm-hmm. more comfortable just things like that. And so it causes me to not get as stressed in those situations and also for me to kind of chop off stress before it gets to right. an Correct. overload. Correct. Because you're managing yourself. Right. And it's interesting because um, that's why in the beginning I said what we need to do is however we respond or react to it, we need to think about, we need to take the time after the situation is over and sit down and recall, like, how did I react to it? How did I feel about yeah, how I reacted to it? Say what? I say, yeah, my pet peeve. What's that? People that don't do that. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's your pet peeve. Yeah, yeah. So so that that's what I think. And that's that's what, that's learning. That's maturing. And so I guess... Because I've done that so much, that's why I was so able to articulate that so quickly, and that's that's how I typically respond to it. And so I try, I really do try not to um, get under pressure. And it's not that I don't think I can respond well to pressure. I just don't like pressurized situations. Mm-hmm. And so even when things seem to be pressure, they aren't pressure to me. Um, now some things do get under my skin, and I I do have to um, constantly gut check myself on how I respond to it. I try. I, and and it's funny though because I think it seems more laissez-faire how I respond sometimes. I was saying it's the same for me. And I think that that irritates people more than anything. It's like mm-hmm. okay, hold up, stop, stop for a minute. You you wait a minute. So I gave you the right to whatever. Now you can't take away my right. You know what I'm saying? Like I mean, I I don't have to get upset about this because you're upset about it. You can't take away my right to do that. Um, and I think that's one way I keep from being under pressure because I know I mean I set boundaries. You said boundaries a second ago. I set boundaries, and I set boundaries for myself, even if they're internal boundaries. Uh-huh. Um, I always, and, and there's another thing, and, and, and we can have a podcast on this and, and talk for hours on the NOW. I like to do stuff in the NOW, right? Um, and, and that's the now. And so I like to do stuff in the NOW, so it keeps me from getting under pressurized situations. I like the for, I like the um, foreshadow or forethink of things that might, I might, that might need to be done, might need to be taken care of, how people might be looking or whatever. Go ahead, you smiling? Oh. Uh... I, I was just having a lot of, see, I was self-analyzing okay, okay. through this moment because um, I, we didn't completely dive into it, but I kind of threw out there my pet peeve when people don't do that. Mm-hmm. But um, I had a question. Somebody asked me the other day, what's my biggest pet peeve? And my biggest pet peeve is people that don't do self-analysis, mm-hmm. um, which is because I inherently, that's what I'm doing all the time. I know uh, in conversations I have with you, uh, more so when I was younger, but you talked about, like, in your spare time, you remember what the thinking was, if this happens, how do I respond there to that? Go. Yes. And yes. so for me, my, um, the way that I think in my spare time is, 
kind of self-reflection. What happened? How did that make me feel? Why did I feel that way? And what could have happened in my past to make me feel that way now? Yeah, because you're big on that trauma thing. I, I am big on that. Yeah. Uh, psychiatry, if you will. <laughs> but so, so that's what I'm always checking for in different situations. And then as well with how you used to talk about you mentally haze me mm-hmm. at a young mm-hmm. age. So mm-hmm. I'm mentally strong. And so in situations, I was just kind of adding those things together. Right. Which is hilarious. I was doing the self-analysis. What, why why, why did I respond that? to that? What caused me to act that way now? Um, and just thinking about my threshold point, how I, instead of like blowing up there, I back off and figure out how to deal with it within myself. Because I'm very big on, for one, self-analysis, but two, um, frame. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so my mental frame is pretty much always up. So if I'm in a situation, I don't blow up in that situation. I retract and see, right, right, look right. at myself to see what's going on, and which can come across as, how you're talking about, it seems so laissez-faire. It almost seems like you don't care, mm-hmm. but it's I'm not going to blow up and show all this emotion right here because I want to f- figure this out for myself and sort this out within myself, which is probably why I react in that way. And it's funny because I, I, I also have this thought, and it, it kind of lends to what you're saying now is, if there's a problem, I'm a part of it. Right. You know what I'm saying? And even though I may say, okay, I didn't cause a reaction or I didn't cause this or I didn't cause that, if I'm honest about it, I'm still I'm, I'm still a part of it. And even if I'm a minor part of it, even from the positive part of it, I'm still a part of it. And my my self-analysis is what could I have done differently to make it make the outcome better? Uh-huh. And so even if I did something right and somebody got upset at me for doing it right. How could I have conveyed what I did differently so that the outcome could have been better? And I think that's something that a lot of people could benefit from. You know what I'm saying? Because That's how you grow in every situation. That's how you grow in every situation. That's how you make sure you're consistently growing. And so a lot of people are so quick to try to absolve themselves of any Mm -hmm. guilt. You know Uh, what I'm saying? There's nothing I can do. That's my (laughs) least favorite thing to hear. There's a specific person out there that he says it all the time. I was like... Bro, there was something you could have done. Right. We can always do something. We can always I may not know what it is, but if we sit here and think about it, there's always we can a say different one, way we can attack something. We can say one more word, one less word. Right. You know what I'm saying? One more smile, one less smile. Like, at least think about it a little bit before you say that. Right. Because, right. I mean, because again. If your first response is, ah, there's nothing I could do, then you'll never grow. And, it, you know, it's interesting. I'm, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm going way off the rocker now. Because I'm actually thinking. Yeah, I was like, thinking about, um, I have some questions when we get back to the persona side, but yeah, go ahead. <laughs> but I was just thinking, like, like that's entrepreneurial thinking, right? Uh-huh. And the reason why I say that's entrepreneurial thinking is because um, the way most entrepreneurial people um, make money is by finding the problem and developing say, a solution to the problem. There is no, there is no losing. Right, right. It's, it's only development. It's only development and growth. That's it. That's right. it. So if, if I come up and say, oh, there's nothing I could have done, oh, you lost. Right, there you go. You there you go. You can't afford to lose. It's always about building up for always, the next battle. Always, every, every situation, you got to come away with something. Right. With something. So, all right, go ahead. What's your question? Uh, I, okay, I was just going to, going back to the persona. Persona. And, Do I need to read it again? We're good. All right. You can read it again. All right, perso- Recenter, just the, um, the beginning of it. All right, persona is our default way of interacting with the world around us. But sometimes our default persona is most clearly revealed in the times of crisis. Um, <laughs> about my life right now. Uh-oh. And so I won't even act like this is all a part of uh, learning Japanese, <laughs> but I'm playing a game currently. 
Mm-hmm. Called Persona. Because you like playing games, you Persona just got back to your game because you learned the Japanese. Anyway, man, I love this game, mm-hmm. but I'll talk about that because quick summary of the game is there's two different worlds. Okay, there's of course the real world, the world everybody's living in. There's the subconscious world, mm-hmm. and which is true, right? Within the subconscious world, you have people. They basically have like their own castle, and somebody has such a strong sub conscious feeling mm-hmm. or subconscious desires it creates like this castle almost like a mind castle mm-hmm. and so the protagonists mm-hmm. um, basically are dealing with people who have created these huge mind castles they're like the bad guys okay so they're ma- their mind castle like oh i feel like the king of this school these people are my slaves i can treat them however i want to this that and the other they're going in trying to find that desire and take away that um that desire that makes them so bad, I guess. No. You, you didn't follow? No. All right, so say, like, so the first guy, he he was a, um an athlete beforehand. Okay. He was an Olympic, he won an Olympic medal and all of that. And because of that, he felt so... Like he has such this um, arrogance, mm-hmm. such this vanity. So he had a big castle, right? Okay. That caused him. He was now the volleyball coach of the volleyball coach of a high school team. Mm-hmm. So because of that, he was like the star coach. Like everyone's like, "Oh, you the greatest!" You know, did this and that. Because of that, he felt like he could treat anybody any type of way. But he had a big castle, right? Okay, so I, I'm good now. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. so it's like we're finding the root of this problem. It's okay, like the root of what's making him act this way and which we just kind of went way off but this is that's what I like about it because it's true mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but the thing is the way that you go through it is with these things called personas and the different personas basically have different abilities okay um, but that had me thinking because of course we're dealing with subconscious and all that that's where these personas come from right and we all have it's not just like the one persona like you have kind of different faces for different situations, and so my th- my thought or my question was kind of, what is the cause of different personas or different faces? How do you where does that default come from? Those kind of questions on that side when we're talking about persona, so persona. So so when you said that, I'm thinking, hmm, that doesn't sound healthy. <laughs> <laughs> what does it sound healthy? Different faces, different, different, different personas, different faces. Um, because you know me, I'm, 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 I'm the person that I'm like, I, I want to get, you want to be solidified across the board, right? I want, yeah, yeah. Let this, let this roll in any situation. Um, and so I would say that our whole life we're in a quest. Well, no, no, I'm sorry. For those of us who would like to mature to win the game, our, we're in a quest to merge all of our personas, uh-huh. right? And so, so that we don't have to put on different faces for different situations. Mm-hmm. And so, because that's the subconscious. It's not the conscious, it's the subconscious, right? And so um, I, I, I would think that my, my goal would be to make everything intact so that um, I, w- they w- I would not have to guess on which persona to use to do um, to do what? Which persona to use? So, like, so, so, what you're saying is, like, different personas deal with this volleyball coach, 
to try to figure out the root of who he is or what. what right, it, pretty it, much. And so my thing is, I, I mean, I could see different personas being different people, but mm-hmm. like for me, um, be it the be the best the, of your right. I'm like, I'm like, if, if it's the jock, I'm gonna use the same persona with the jock that I'm gonna use with the the, the person that's being bullied, mm-hmm. right? Because both of them are empowering. Both of them should be empowered. Both of them should be about freeing and empowering, right? right. And so even though the even though the 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 coach, the jock, the former Olympic athlete is in a superior position and being lauded, he's still held captive. Right. And he's held captive the same way the person that's being bullied is held captive. He just has a higher mind view of himself. But at the end of the day, he still knows he's trapped, which is why he acts the way he acts. Fact. You pr- reword that. <laughs> reword that. Bring it to the um. Bring it to the real. So, so the thing is, but I followed you. Okay, you follow me. Mm-hmm. So the, the 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 so even though I'm I I can be the star athlete, right? It was kind of that hurting people hurt people. Hurting people hurt people. Yeah, yeah. Because it's something about me that make, that I feel inferior about. That's the thing that's making me lash out. But it's just that I have more social capital mm-hmm. than the the one that's that makes being bullied. It look this- that make, it, make it look make it looks different. Make it look different. But it's the same thing. Because I mean you gotta feel, I don't know, like like snowed under to have to keep up a persona. Right. You see what I'm saying? You gotta feel snowed under. And so mm-hmm. that's why you feel like you have to put your thumb on people, hold them down, because you feel like if you let them be, then they'll be like you. And so the whole goal is to reaching um oneness with yourself. There you go, reaching oneness with yourself. So that yeah. you don't have to be a different person. There you go. I, I think that's 100% true because I think it's kind of, I, I feel like we start off young as children. We, we're this person. Mm-hmm. And as we grow up and deal with society, we start shifting and creating there you go. There different you go. versions there of There you ourselves. go. We, we create different versions of ourselves. And we feel like we have to do it to adapt to different situations. Mm-hmm. And so that's why as you mature, you realize that all those divergence mm-hmm. need to come back. Are taken away from you being your your true, your, your true self. self. Because true your self. happiness you find in your true self. Right, correct, not in correct. Figuring like, okay, this works for here, this works for that's there. That's right, that's your right. Your happiness comes that's right. the oneness. But then that, that's all about accepting yourself too. Because I mean, you know what? The one thing I understand about myself is everybody doesn't get me. Yeah. Like everybody don't like me. And I'm okay with that. You know what I'm saying? I don't go out of my way to make them not like me. I don't go to my, go on my way to make them like me. It's like some people just don't like my like my character. Some people just don't like right. my energy. And I'm okay with that. And I'm okay with them. And I, I don't I don't feel any any type of way about them because they don't like my character. Hmm. I I um I'm getting well, of course, that's something I'm getting better with with age, especially over um the quarantine. Just these past I mean, it's just, just been years of growth, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, because I was just thinking the other day about Wow, I changed a lot, even in focus. Uh, what I'm focused on mentally now versus when I was in school. Right, right. And just kind of, it, it, you think every, you think you know it all at the time when you're there. <laughs> um, not even speaking in like cliche terms of know it all. Yeah, but it just you feel like your whole life is right here in the moment that you're at. Mm-hmm, you got to spend it. Yeah. Whatever, man. <laughs> I don't want no parts of your metaphors. All right, no problem. We but good. yes, the splinter. Yes. And so you, you see life through this context of what I'm going through right now. 
But then two years down the line, you could see life completely different. Right. Uh, and so I think that's super interesting, uh, especially even motivations, because I feel in a very, I'm in a very at peace place. Mm-hmm. In, yeah, I'm at peace kind of with myself right now because I've gotten so used and like found different motivation, like motivation of just self-improvement and things like that. Mm-hmm. And so when you're not really worried about what's going on around you or what face to put on for this situation versus this situation, everything is rooted from this place of how can I become better and a version of myself that I like, mm-hmm. then it, it it's so much more mental clarity um, for how you deal with situations, how you deal with people, what type of things you're looking for, like just things like that. It's so much more clarity across the board because you know what you stand for at all times. And I was about to say, like, going back to the whole persona and and being under pressure thing, like, that helps. Mm -hmm. That helps. When you're at one with yourself, and you, because, I mean, imagine if you show up at a party, and this is a metaphorical party, not a real party, but (laughs) you show up a place, and when you show up to that place, you got on a persona that you think you're supposed to have on based on who's there, and they're not those people are not there and there's a whole new group of people there and you went with the with the wrong persona you went with the wrong faith that's pressure that's pressure cuz now can i adapt how do i adapt who am i what you know what what face am i supposed to put on who are they you know that's pressure that's pressure but when you can become one with yourself and carry that one persona then you 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 you're at peace with it no matter where you are you can walk in a room and feel foreign but you're still at peace with yourself because you're centered on who you are. I'm, I'm watching this show right now. Uh-huh. Uh, I actually, I, I started watching it last night. I'm almost done with it now, though. I mean, yeah, because you're watching it all day, but yeah. that's okay. The name of the, the show is Watamate. 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 Um, it's... Japanese. I guess it's an anime. Yeah, anime. Um, but it's about this girl, and she's starting her first year of high school, and she has very heavy social anxiety. Okay. I think great show. But you but, had social anxiety? Yeah. Okay. Um I I don't I've never had like diagnosable level social mm-hmm. anxiety. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the thought processes that I see there, uh I, I recall in myself. Mm-hmm. And even just seeing people talk about it, they talk about, oh, this feel this is so realistic. But the uh the piece that I'm kind of getting there, the piece that I found uh, realistic at least for myself was this whole the way that she looked at life was um okay I'm supposed to be here like I'm supposed to be this popular kid um maybe if I do this people will see it this way uh-huh. and that'll get there right. oh that didn't work oh I didn't even care about that anyway maybe if I do this people will see and so it was like these different things that it's like now, especially being in college, like when you're looking at that, it's like that don't make no sense. Right, right. Like they're not, you're not gonna become the most popular kid because you did good on the test that nobody cared about. But just small things like that. But in the moment, it seems like such a big thing. Mm-hmm. And so that was a realistic thing for me. So I feel like that's a lot of people more so than you would think. That's how they go through life. Oh, if I do this. This will make people see me this way so I can start being like that. Or, oh, if I do this, if I get uh, accomplish this, get this degree or get this job or things like that, mm-hmm. people will see me this way that I want to be seen. And now I can go around like this. 
when really it's just about being cool and comfortable with yourself. Right. And the people that gonna see you a certain way will be the people that are around. Because it's like if you um if you're uh being showy for and being outside of yourself for people and you meet people that like that, you gonna find you don't even like those people. Right. Because they don't really actually you you're not you're not connecting with them. You're not really connecting with them. It's not a real connection based on a facade that you built to try to get more connections. There you go. There you go. Um and, and that's sort of what I alluded to earlier when I was talking about even with the police. Like, if it wasn't me saying, yes, a boss, yes, a boss, mm-hmm. like, that gives people some real anxiety. It didn't give me any whatsoever because I didn't feel like it diminished who I was because I was okay with who I was. Right. Um, so, so the question is then, the real question is, how do you, and I'll tell you, I'll, t- I'll tell you, I'm going to ask a question, I'll tell you how I do it, and I'm not very effective at it. And I, I mean that from the perspective of, I mean, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm effective enough at it, but not effective enough to solve the problem for the whole world is what I mean. All right. Um, how do you get people to a place where they accept themselves enough to merge all their personas into their true self, into their true aura? That's the question. Media. Huh? They delete social media. Oh, well, shoot. That might kill it, boy. That might do it. That might um, do it. So even just talking about, we talked about this some um, last week as well. Uh, I'm not sure if we, did we talk about this on the podcast? I know we talked about it to each other, but no, this is a conversation that we have with each other. Okay. Uh, but you were just kind of asking why is my generation the way that it is? Yes. Like, what's yes. the big thing? I remember us having that conversation. Yes. Yes. Um, we were standing outside of the property. Yes. Yeah. Right. 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 Okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> we, we, we was talking about what, you remember kid, what? because we started talking about the young kids who were shooting people because I think it was two twenty-one year olds. Oh, what gets people to that point? Yeah, what gets kids in this generation to that point? Right, because this generation, what's really harped on and what's a really big thing for us is, um, what mental health, I guess. Right. That's yep. And that's then we were it. talking about what's causing all of like this depression and anxiety and right. all these different things in my generation, which we could do a whole podcast on that because that that was a pretty good topic to, to speak on. But where was I going with that? So I was asking, so so what you said, the least oh, social right, media. Right. So, right. Just talking about, um, there's a whole bunch of like videos or things like that of people talking about um, dealing with their depression and anxiety and what they've done to kind of deal with that. And something that you see always across the board is um, social media. Limit your social media, especially at the beginning of the day. Don't wake up and get on social media. Mm-hmm. You wake up and immediately start comparing yourself. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, other things, uh, meditate, uh, meditate on your goals, pray on your goals, um, and just take take time to no input and just kind of sit and be comfortable being with yourself, and then focusing on what you're trying to achieve. That's another thing. Uh, another. Uh, Another thing to add on to that is build up routines, mm-hmm. like uh, a good morning routine. Morning routines, I think, are very crucial. Yes, they are. Because that determines how, that determines the trajectory of your day. Mm-hmm. That determines uh, how you feel, the energy you have towards your day. Um, like for me, which I don't do this all the time, especially not recently because I'm <laughs> heavy on work, but I was on this kick of, uh, getting up early, which I still pretty much get up early, but getting up early, exercising. I would get up early. I would do devotion. I would um, 
think about my, my goal for the day, meditate my goal for the day. Mm -hmm. I would get up and I would run on the treadmill and then I would take a cold shower and eat like eggs for breakfast. It was something that was a good start for the day for me, especially, um, well, for one, the goal setting, which something that I want to try now is you write out your goals then before you go to sleep. And then you have time to sleep on your goals and wake up, everything's set, you know how to start your day. Okay, okay. Um, that's something that I want to try. But so now you know what your focus is for the day. Exercising is really good for getting your energy up and making you want to attack your day because now you've built up all this energy mm -hmm. for your day. And then I know a lot of people don't like cold showers. I was talking to some people, they said cold showers make me hate the world. Oh, wow. Things okay. like that. But of course, our generation is dramatic. Yes, y'all are. But for me, cold showers kind of amp up that even more to make me want to go forth and do things mm -hmm. because I'm not sitting here in a moment of comfort. Right, right. It's mm -hmm. like, okay, I, I, I just kind of, the, the chemical release is different. It is like getting into the science of it. But it just, warm showers are like a blanket wrapped around you. It Boiling can, the frog, man. Right. It's, it's like you can feel this sense of, um, lethargy going towards your day with a warm shower that I feel like with a cold shower, it's like, oh, I'm active, I'm amped, oh, I'm moving around, conserving my heat type of thing. And so I really like that. But uh, I think finding a routine and controlling your input are like two huge things. So now you made me feel bad because mine was real simple. Oh, so, was it? Yeah. Oh yeah, I started going down the list. Bro. I know. I actually think you did a great job. I mean, I'm listening to some, some some really good some really good solid things. Um, for me, I was just gonna say I I give people the the the, the, the right to be themselves. That's another thing. Don't uh, limit your stress. Yeah. Don't take on other people's stress. Yes. Don't Let take them on have their situation. Right. Right, right. Because when you take on other things, you don't even have the time to focus on yourself. For real, for real, for real. And so, just, I mean, because you know I'm big on authenticity, and we, right. we've talked about that on a couple of our podcasts. And just, you know, being authentic and, and giving people the right to be authentic, I try to be authentic around people, which gives them a right to be authentic. I think that's one of the things that help people become centered. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, it's like if I give you a right to be who you want to be, I mean, I don't have to like it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I mean, it might, be, might not be my cup of tea. That don't mean you need to change it. And so, um, just, 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 you know, centering, you know, becoming centered and, and being all right with yourself, right. loving yourself, getting, getting to know yourself. Yeah. Well. And, and let stuff go, let it go. I mean, I, I, one, of the, one of the greatest things I ever learned was when I talk about putting stuff on the table unattached. If you got an idea, if you got a thought, if you got a, you know, uh, response to something or whatever it is, put it out on the table. And I mean, if somebody attacks your idea, they're not attacking you. Uh -huh. If somebody attacks your clothes, they're not attacking you. Right. And so- and for real, though, because a lot of times that's that I mean, all the time, but really, that's more their situation than your situation. Exactly right. Exactly People right. So don't take it on. More so based on where they are in their life than where you are in, their, in your life. And so people just uh, this is something I can't come back to because I thought this was such a dope quote and I'm going to paraphrase. Uh oh, but um, people don't care. They love you when you're hot is forget you when you're not. OK. And okay. so don't worry about taking on all these different things. Just be good with yourself. Don't go people-pleasing. Right. Because you know what? Honestly, there's a community for everybody. It's funny. Facebook came out with that commercial, man, and we talked about getting off social media, and I believe in that. But Facebook, I mean, it was an ingenious commercial that looked stupid. 
And it, it was like, there's a community for everybody. When Facebook came up with it, I was like, man, that don't make much sense. That's but, corny. But it's, it's corny. Like, it's true. But it's true. It's a community for everybody. And that's what made that was that's what made it so ingenious. Because I looked at it and thought it was corny. Somebody else probably looked at it and said, there's a community for me? Right. And so like now for me, and this and that's thing, man, like social media, I do social media. And so I, you know, I'm not going to knock social media for everybody, right? Because I do social media. Do social media intentionally. I do. Fo- that's right. I do focus social media. Right. Like, like I'm, I'm in the process now looking at building a home, right? Uh-huh. And so it's like, like his, it, it, it's so funny. There's a group for shed to home. And so there's a whole community of people out there that are buying late, I mean, acres of land, and they're buying these sheds, and they're transforming these sheds into homes. And it's like, Wow. Or when I first got my Ninja Foodie, they had a Ninja Foodie group and people throwing out all kinds of of recipes. And so there's a community for everybody. I'm not saying go to Facebook to find a community, but what I'm saying is get your your persona centered, one persona, and find your community. And um, something that I have, which, I mean, this might not be for everybody. I got a burner account, though, for social media. No. That's only, that's double persona. Only for no, it's it's not only for Instagram. Oh, triple persona. Whatever, but um, I have basically I have my profile for um for people for relationship the people that uh, I know in my life. Double persona. Things like that, and then I have one for intake, and so like nobody follows my intake one or anything. I, I get it. I got three of them. Well, actually, yeah. I got two and a half. But, but I'm the same person. I have, Hold on. Um, I have like wealth things, things about like um, buying houses, doing investing in property, um, working out, quotes, motivational quotes, entrepreneurship stuff, all these different types of things. Because uh, I don't know about y'all, but it's very big pressure on uh, people our age. Um, the way that you have network and the way that you deal with people on social media. So I just got to account for that because sometimes you don't want to be seeing people stuff, honestly, because there's some people um, in my life slash out of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, like I know them, we're cool, but we don't deal with each other in that type of way. But sometimes I see somebody's stuff. I'm like, I really want to follow you. I don't really want to even be seeing this foolishness on my page. I get that. But then if I follow you, they'll be like, Oh, we got bad blood. We're not cool. What's going on? All that type of stuff. There's a, so, a societal pressure there. See, um, but see, I just have. Uh, see, on Facebook, you can just move, remove their stuff from your feed. Y'all yeah. still following each other. See, y'all don't get that. Y'all don't like Facebook. But anyway. see, the other thing for me is I like information. though. So you can mute people. I don't like muting people, though, because maybe something's going on. I want to see it. I don't want to. I don't like removing. So like, that's another thing. I don't block people. I don't delete numbers, all that. I like to be open to receive information whatever, from anywhere. Whatever, but whatever. Because of that, I have a separate account that um I use more so than my other account. So like if I post something for myself, I'll post it on my my personal account, my account with all the people that follow me and all that. But I don't post anything on my other one. I just use that. That's a social media I can get up and look at. Like I'll get up and it'll be like, make so, sure you do these things. So you today. got an algorithm. Make that sure you pulls read these kind of books stuff today. Algorithm. Stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, this is a good healthy meal you can try today. Oh, these these are the top investment plans. These are the stocks that are booming. All these type of things. I can wake up and see that, and so I have a better social media to look. Well, at. Well, I tell you like this. For me, I, I I get what you're saying, and I don't disagree with what you're saying at all. But remember, it was just like 
I'm at a different place with even getting under pressure because of all that I've been through. Mm-hmm. And so if I was where you are, I'd probably be thinking the same thing. But for me, I'm like, guess what? All my people who saying ignorant stuff on social media in my age group, they need to see the stuff that I'm looking at because they might pick up something by, by osmosis. Uh, well, so. it's a little different. Yeah, on, it's, it's different. Because I don't use Facebook like that. Yeah, I mean, I was talking about Instagram too, but it don't matter anyway. So anyway. Persona is what we were talking about, and we've been all over the board on Persona. We have been all over the board. But I'm going to hit you. But we've, we've been on on par. I think we've been on point. It. Just talking about right. different aspects of what goes into that. Yeah. But yes, go ahead. So Persona is our default way of interacting with the world around us, but oftentimes our default Persona is most clearly revealed in times of crisis. And so we talked about mm-hmm. the things that you can do to just merge those Personas and make it one Persona. We talked about how you need to be reflective. We talked about how you need to be um, proactive in thinking about situations and that kind of stuff. Like, you got something to say. I do have something to say. All right. But I'm going to read you, one, read you some, one more thing, and then I'm going to let you close us out. Right. And so this thing goes on to say, the fact is that you will get hit. But the question is, what is your plan when you do? When you squeeze an orange, tomato juice does not come out, only orange juice. It's much the same with all of us. When we are squeezed, the real us comes out. Dang, man. You you finished. That's a bar. Thank you. I appreciate that's, it. That's a bar. You finished before I found the second thing I wanted to say. Okay. So. Keep talking. Let me keep talking. So, um, I, well, I, I'll just tell you. I mean. It, oh, I found it. Gosh. He cut me off. Go ahead, man. You ain't had nothing to say. I did have something to say, but that's oh, okay. Oh, well, you can say it. No, I was, that's okay. All right. So, two things from, from Twitter. Okay. Uh, tweet, so, tweet. So. The first thing is normalize. I'm willing to work on it instead of that's just how I am. I like that. I like that. And so I like that. even talking about oneness, you can still develop as a person. Oneness doesn't necessarily mean, okay, this is where I've been. So let me make sure everything's like where I've been. No, 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 it, no. Where do you want to be? What's authentic to you and become that just because you're becoming authentic doesn't mean you can't grow with your authenticity. I, and you can let, shift as a person, but yeah, just and don't let be people, real with your shifting. Yeah, don't let people lock you in. The, uh, well, yeah, well, last week, you you know, nah, man. Yeah, last right. week, that's how I felt last developed. week. But uh, it just disappeared again. I got I got to scroll back down. Well, I'm not finna tell you what I was going to tell you. You ain't going to say what you was going to nope, say? Nope, I'm not going to say it. I'm with you. You fine, because you cut me off. All right, and then here's the other thing. Uh, I have to paraphrase. I cannot stress this enough. If you were raised around toxicity, and have experienced trauma, you need to see some new things. These experiences are only a fraction of what life can be. My past had me thinking there was only pain in life. That ain't true at all, y'all. And so that's another thing. That's even about input. Uh, it's not about going back to where you were. Like, just because um, I can reach that threshold of pressure that makes me want to release, and my release can be different this week than it was last week mm-hmm. because I've grown between the two. And it weeks. should be. And it you should don't be. have to default to the way that you started off. Right. So do that. Do that. I think when you're talking about dealing with personas, it's all about being authentic to who you are, not just who you are, but who you want to be, mm-hmm. who you're striving, what you're striving to be for yourself, not like the person you're, tri- you're striving to be like. But who, what do I want to look like who I for be. me? Yeah. Who do I want to be for yeah. me? Yeah. And so you want to be authentic to that, authentic to that goal. Everything you do should be aligning with that. 
And so I'm not going to flip the script and act this way for this situation over here because that doesn't align to where I'm trying to be. I'm in oneness with my course. There you go. And so that that's how you deal with persona. So two things I'm going to say. I'm going to say, and while you're doing it for yourself, give other people permission to do it for themselves. I can't, I can't stress that enough. Yes. Like give people permission to be who they are. Give people permission to be the messy people that they want to be mm-hmm. until they find their persona, their oneness persona. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing. Don't and, attach yourself to that. Yeah, don't attach yourself to that. And the next thing I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you what I was going to tell you before you read your quote. Oh, okay. And this is why it's so important. We're blessed. Yeah, there you go. Because Mike Tyson once said, everybody got a plan until they get hit in the mouth. And so when you get hit in the mouth, make sure that what comes out is what you want to come out. Mm-hmm. And the way you do that is by conditioning yourself I mentally. Train. There you go. For All sure, right. for sure. There we go. Bum podcast. Bum podcast. Between you and me. Between you and me. Holla. Holla.